Hi, I'm Faith and welcome to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is a 31-day journey through the book of Proverbs. Be prepared to grow in wisdom as we go through this journey together. I'm excited to have you on this podcast with me. So let's stay consistently committed to this. Hello and welcome back to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is Faith. Today, we're going to be reading chapter 18 of Proverbs and we're going to be reading the New International Version. Verse 1, an unfriendly person pursues selfish ends and against all sound judgment starts quarrels. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. When wickedness comes, so does contempt, and with shame comes reproach. The words of the mouth are deep waters, but the fountain of wisdom is a rushing stream. It is not good to be partial to the wicked and so deprive the innocent of justice. The lips of fools bring them strife, and their mouths invite a beating. The mouths of fools are their undoing, and their lips are a snare to their very lives. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. One who is slack in his work is brother to one who destroys. The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. The wealth of the rich is in their fortified city. They imagine it a wall too high to scale. Before a downfall, the heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. The human spirit can endure sickness, but a crushed spirit, who can bear? You know, there's, this scripture hits much differently for me because, um, you know, someone really close to me one time got ill and it was a very serious thing at that time. But one of the things that kept them was the fact that they never stopped confessing God's word. And that's as a result of your spirit being strong. And this scripture here that says the human spirit can endure sickness. But when a spirit is crushed, the King James Version says, but a broken spirit who can bear is that you just complain about everything, feel bad about everything. Everything just seems not to be working. And, you know, you you can't even bring life to people around you. You know, the Bible says to us somewhere in the scriptures, I'm not quoting the exact verse, book and chapter right now, but it says to us that um, the spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmities. And this is really noteworthy here to see that your spirit can endure anything, can endure lack, can endure poverty, can endure sickness, can endure anything. What is the height of it? Mention it. But then when that spirit is crushed, when that spirit is broken, when the spirit needs <laughs> help, who is going to be able to help actually? Who can bear? That's what the Bible says. So I like this particular one here. Moving on to verse 15, it says, The heart of the discerning acquires knowledge, but the ears of the wise seek it out. A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Now let me read this in the King James Version. And I'm going to see if I can go and read it in the Living Bible Translation. The King James Version says, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16 in the Living Bible Translation. A gift does wonders, 
A gift does wonders. It brings you before men of importance. So you need to know how to use what you have. One of the things my pastor taught me or taught us when I was much, I heard this when I was a little younger than I am now. Um, he used to say, if someone offends you, buy the person a gift and keep buying the person a gift until you are no longer feeling like, the pe- you are no longer feeling offended by what the person did to you. But you can also apply this even though somebody doesn't offend you. So you can also apply this to your life generally. You can get gifts, get gifts for people. Sometimes because you know what you want actually. So that's like the sense of it. Getting a gift for someone because you actually know what you're going to get from it. It's just sense, actually. It's, it's not anything bad. It's just sense. And sometimes when you get when you gift people stuff, you get to get closer to them and you are less condemning, less just judgmental about them and all of that. Okay, so verse 17. In a lawsuit, the first to speak seems right until someone comes forward and cross-examines. Okay, I'm trying to see if I can remember a particular thing we say here in Nigeria about first to report and everything. You know, some people... They are quick to go and report first, quick to go and talk. And it's a, it's a very unwise thing, actually, when you, when, someone, when you have someone who comes to meet you and reports a particular issue to you and you don't cross-check with the other person who is being reported, in quotes, I'm quoting in the air right now. Okay, so it's not really wise, actually, because the person might seem like, ah, I did, I'm doing good, I did very good. But only only the person and the other person involved know what actually happened. And until you hear from the other side, you cannot really place a judgment on that case. And here it says, in a lawsuit, the first to speak seems right until someone comes forward and cross-examines. Casting the lot settles disputes and keeps strong opponents apart. A brother wronged is more unyielding than a fortified city. I don't know what this means. Let me look at it in another translation. It says, do a favor and win a friend forever. Nothing can untie that bond. Hmm, let me see. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. I think I understand this better. When you, when you offend your brother, it's harder for him to help you. An offended brother, this is the HCSB version. An offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified city. And quarrels are like the bars of a fortress. In essence, what he's saying here is don't offend your brother. It's as simple as that. Because you need your brother. And you remember we, we read that a brother earlier, that we read that a brother is born for adversity. Okay, verse 20. From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. The poor plead for mercy, but the rich answer harshly. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The end. Um, <laughs> I remember when we used to recite memory verses very well. Like our memory verse is taken from Proverbs chapter 24, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 24. And it says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Another person will come and say, life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit and all of that. Okay, so um, 
yeah, the most important part of the human body in connection with the spirit of a person is actually the tongue or one of the most important is the tongue is your mouth is the things you say because your tongue is connected your tongue is like your life is connected to your entire life okay um the things you say the things you the things you end up confessing is the thing that will manifest physically so when it says life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit what in what in, in essence i can see here is that let me look at it in another translation but what in essence i can see here is oh look at what the message says it says words kill words give life they are either poison or fruit you choose so make your choice would you like your words to kill or would you like your words to give life you are the one that is going to choose and god is a master of telling us to choose one of the most popular scriptures where he gave us choice is that he said I place before you life and death, blessings and curses. And then he says, I urge you to choose life. So he will tell you to choose. And look at, you have options here. You have options to either decide that your words are going to give you life or your words are going to kill. That's very, very important to note. And if you have the time, just check out different scriptures about the tongue and lips and speaking and words. Job said something. He said, how forcible are right words. It means that they are wrong words. And those wrong words can actually hurt you and hurt your life and put you in a place of disaster where you're not able to um, function properly as a person, okay? Another thing here, another scripture I'm going to um, emphasize here is the fact that it says in verse 16 that a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. One of the gifts you can give to people is your service. You can actually give your service to people and And you see that you'll be ushered into great places. We've seen several examples that cannot be overemphasized from the scriptures. We see different people talking about how they served from from when they were in the trenches up until the time when, you know, they got great. And the the perfect example for that is the example of Joseph. He was a slave and he served and served. He went to prison and then he came back and he became, you know, the prime minister. One other thing I'm going to take note of here is in verse 1. The NIV version says here, an unfriendly person pursues self ends and against all sound judgment starts quarrels. Let me read it in, in another translation. The ESV says, the English Standard Version, it says, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desires. He breaks out against all judgment. And you see, the devil's plan now in the 21st century here is that he wants us to to, um, isolate ourselves, to be alone and not to be in community. That is going to be the undoing of many people. That's going to be the undoing of us as humans. Um, Because when we don't have that community, when we don't have that um, accountability, then it's easy for the devil to pick one out and then just sift you as wheat, like the Bible says. Um, In the Good News Translation, it says, people who do not get along with others are only interested in themselves. They would disagree with what everyone else knows is right. Um, Well, this is how far I can come today on this particular episode of the podcast. Um, I'm learning quite a lot and personally, I'm going to go back into this chapter and read and read it all over again and study it. But for now, we're going to have to end this chapter and this episode of the Proverbs 31 podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope 
that you gain an increase in the knowledge and the wisdom that you are learning. My name is Faith. Until I come away in the next episode, keep learning, keep growing, and keep increasing in knowledge. God bless you.